What if we are far greater than we give ourselves credit for? This is the Possibility Explorer podcast. My name is Dr. Dean here, and I would like to welcome you to an ADHD adventure of life hacks. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Possibility Explorer. This is Dr. Dane here, the co-creator of Access Consciousness. What a great pleasure it is to be with you. Whoo! Can you feel the world doing all kinds of stuff? Me too. So uh, before we begin on our essential topic of today, uh, let's remind you to ask this question. For all the weird stuff going on, who does this belong to and is this mine? How much of this is my awareness? And then also, what space can I be to have freedom beyond this? Because what happens is when there's a lot of weird things going on and you thought Corona was bad. Ah, nah. (sighs) Okay, yeah, but a lot of you managed to weather that storm and still are. And then we have, you know, the Russia-Ukraine thing going on, and the world gets even more intense again. It was already at a feverish pitch. And so part of the whole idea of Possibility Explorer is giving you some tools and perspectives to navigate the world we're living in successfully. And can you imagine what it would be like to simply have ease in the world right now? to know that you were thriving, to have access to that, that's what my target is. So one of the other things that can be very helpful with this, as I was saying, is what space can I be? Because what we tend to do when the world goes insane, and when there's a lot of stuff around us going on, it gets really intense, and then we start thinking it must be ours because it's so intense that it must be mine. Let me give you an awareness If it's really intense, it's usually not yours. The things that are somebody else's point of view that we buy or somebody else's point of view that we're aware of, those seem really intense to us. And yet, if you've been following me for any time at all, you know that one of the things I keep reminding you about is what's true for you always makes you lighter. A lie for you will always make you heavier. So heavy and intense tend to live together light and spacious tend to live together. Now, here's one of the wonderful things. You can actually just ask to expand your space. In other words, go from a bubble that's right around your body and expand that bubble out and out and out, maybe a mile or a kilometer in all directions. And now try 10. And now try 100. Now try 1,000. Now 10,000. Maybe even 100,000. And what happens when you do? For me, when I do that, I take a deep breath. And, you know, people can go, well, that's a mental exercise and whatever. Actually, it's an acknowledgement of your space. Because once again, when things are stressful around us, we start trying to go into a contracted state rather than expand out so we have a larger space for all of these things to live in, but also a larger space from which to have a sense of the space of us and also a larger space of awareness. If a lot more of us on this planet had a larger space of awareness, this world would look way different than it does right now. So expand out and hopefully you get a sense of space and some ease from that. 
And what's funny is, as per usual, I wasn't even going to be talking about that. That wasn't on today's agenda at all. As if I, let's just, you know, as if I have enough brain cells to actually have an agenda. But that wasn't on today's agenda at all. But I had to address the elephant in the room since it's sitting on a lot of people's heads right now. Get the elephant off your head. Ask, who does this belong to? Is this actually a mine? How much of this is my awareness of other people in the world? And then how much space can I occupy? And how much space would I have to occupy to not be the effect of this? Okay, so what was my intended topic for today? Well, there's a lot of things playing together here, and it it directly impacts how to get what you want. It directly impacts whether you're getting what you want and the result of not getting what you want and also how you can. Because for me, I'd like you to have everything you desire. Uh, Number one, let's address this, which is the word want actually means to lack. If you look in a dictionary before 1947, the word want actually means to lack. So people who have a lot of money, who have stuff, who have lives that are where they're being creative and successful, they don't use the word want. Why? Because want means to lack. So when you say, I want more money, you're saying, I lack of more money. Uh, If you say, I want peace, you're saying, I lack of peace. So it's the energy that's embedded in the word. Because whether you know it or not, all words have energy. So number one, bye-bye word want. And these are also part of one of the things we talk to people about in the Access Consciousness Foundation class. Eliminating certain words from your vocabulary also eliminates the lack that comes with certain of those energies in your vocabulary. Okay, so on to what I thought was going to be the actual topic of today's podcast, transactional realities. And let's look at this for a moment. Most people in most of their choices, are entering into an unspoken transaction with someone else or with something else. We see this oftentimes in relationship, for example. And two people who are entering into a relationship will have different points of view of the transaction they're entering into. And, you know, one of the easy places to see it might be if two people, you know, find an attraction for one another And one of them is like, yay, we're going to have sex. And the other one is like, yay, we're going to have relationship. And I'll do sex to get the relationship. And yet, neither one of them has discussed what their actual transaction is. And so part of this is actually getting really clear for ourselves on what is the transaction I am entering into and what is the transaction they're entering into. And so the first part of this, we need to look at something else, which is projections, expectations, separation, judgments, and rejections, and also something called secret agendas. So hold on, kids. The magic carpet is taken off. Let's go on a little ride of awareness with Dr. Ding. Okay. So we've talked about this uh, in Access Consciousness for a very long time, that any time you have a projection or an expectation of someone... If they don't match those expectations and those projections perfectly, you walk away disappointed. And what do you do? You then go into judgment of them, and you separate from them, and you reject them. And then you go into judgment of you and separate from you and reject the part of you that chose to enter into that transaction with them. 
which is basically, you know, we can see it in relationship a lot. Probably an example I'll be using quite a bit during this conversation because I think it's one of the easiest places to see and has sort of the most impact for us, hopefully. And and also having this sort of look underneath the hood or behind the curtain can allow you to start having different choices in your relationship. And if you know anything about me, you know I'm a real big believer in more choice, which is kind of my whole thing. Possibility exploring leads to more choices. So let's take an example. So for example, there are people who will enter into a relationship so they can get their financial needs met. And if they don't get those needs met, then they get disappointed, they get frustrated, they get angry, they get upset. But had they gone into it saying, oh, I'm actually doing this relationship so I can get my needs met, then they would have recognized whether this person could provide their, could hold up their end of the transaction, basically. And, you know, you'll see this many times where, you know, a man and a woman will see each other and this can be man and man, woman, woman, you know, I'm just simplifying here. So you'll see a, a man who's like, oh my goodness, she's so beautiful. And a woman is like, oh my goodness, he's so beautiful. And what do they do? They'll go out and what they don't realize is they may have totally different ideas of what the transaction is that they're entering into and what the result of the transaction is going to be. You know, it'd be easy to see where a guy would be going, oh, she's so beautiful. Yay, I will get sex. And the woman might be going, hey, he's so whatever. He ticks all the boxes. We're going to have a relationship. And many people enter into sex so they can get the relationship they desire. And after the relationship, the sex tends to go away because they're not doing it for the joy of sex. They're doing it to fulfill their part of the transaction so they get the relationship they desire. Whoo, baby. Now, uh, everything that brought up, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And if you're new here and don't know what that is, go to theclearingstatement.com. It's one of the biggest upgrades in personal development since we've had personal development. It allows you to actually change those things that are sticking you energetically. So I'm going to be using it because I don't want you to just get information from this. I'd like you to get some change too, to the extent that that's possible on every single podcast. So let's look at this for a moment. Think of a relationship that you went into that didn't work out very well for you. Some of you are like, oh, just one? <laughs> yeah, just think of one. Because I'd like you to look at it specifically for a moment. So what was the transaction you were entering into? And what was the transaction they were entering into? In other words, what was their projection and expectation about what this was? And what was your projection and expectation? Or projections and expectations about what this is? And what's interesting is the other thing we need to add to this is what was your secret agenda? And here's the thing about secret agendas. There's a reason we keep them secret because we have this idea of if I expose my agenda, I'm a bad person. Like, like if I look and go, okay, the only reason I really want this relationship is because he seems to be richer than others. And I've got a better chance of being taken care of in the style to which I would like to be accustomed. A lot of people think, you know, you're a bad person if you have that as a point of view. But what if you're not? What if you're not bad? What if you're not wrong? What if it's something that you desire and you see a way of creating it? And so you're going to pretend to be into the relationship, but what you're really into is the money. Well, here's the thing. We look at that and we, we instinctively judge that as bad and wrong, which is why 
Access's definition of consciousness is where everything exists and nothing is judged. You know, and even sitting there listening, you might be like, but that is bad and wrong. At which point I invite you to please pock and pod all of the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections you have and that you bought that that's bad and wrong. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What if it's not bad and wrong? What if it just is? Now, here's the other thing. Now, let's look at the person on the other side of the equation of the transaction. What if for them, that works out perfectly for them? What if they're like, you know what? I've always wanted a beautiful person on my arm that I could take care of financially, and this works out wonderfully for me. I've got this kind of person that I always wanted, and I get to take care of them. Whoa, wait a minute. You mean there are people like that? Uh, yeah, there are people like that out there. But if you don't, if you have a judgment of it, if you have that agenda and you have that judgment of what your agenda is, you'll then keep your agenda secret and you won't be able to tell anybody about it, including you, because anybody always includes you. And so now you're trying to accomplish something, but you have to hide it even from you. And it's kind of like, um, yes, I am taking a drive across the United States. I'm going to go from uh, New York to California, and then you cover up your GPS, and you turn off the volume, well, thus making it secret, okay? In other words, you don't have access to it anymore, and don't have access to the ability, when I say access to it anymore, you don't have access to what's really true for you anymore. And that's not the only, there are billions of examples. This entire reality is transactional. People enter into things, they enter into situations, they enter into relationships, they enter into jobs, they enter into social media in a transaction expecting something in return. And if you look at that, you can sort of see how that works because it's like, well, if you weren't getting something in return, why would you do it? Well, you could do it just for the fun of it. You could do it for many other reasons other than the specific transaction that you've decided it's about. And this is the other thing that sticks us is we decide what the transaction is about. And, and we have this weird thing that we do, whether we realize it or not, of assuming that other people are like us. And so back in the day for me, when I would say to a woman, would you like to play, meaning would you like to have sex? She would go oftentimes, yes, which surprised me every time, I got to tell you, but it was wonderful. And then after that, though, if I didn't fulfill the transaction she wanted, then I was a bad person. I was a typical man. I used her. And I was like, I was very clear. Let's play. And in her mind, she was like, you were not very clear at all. You did not enter into the transaction that I thought we were entering into. And I was like, whoa, I got to start looking from a different place. And when I started asking myself the question, what is her secret agenda and what are her projections and expectations of what this will be? I didn't have the word transactional reality at that time, but if I did, it would have been easier because the more closely you can identify something, the more you actually match the energy of it, the easier it is to uncover. But when I started looking from what does she think she's going to get out of this, it opened my eyes because I thought everybody was like me. I know that sounds weird. I know at this point, I, to myself, sound like an idiot. But <laughs> So if you're sitting there listening to this going, oh my God, people are not like me. Uh, yeah, 
I know. I have a, a similar a, a similar shock value on my face also. When I realized that, I just, I cannot tell you. To say that it blew me away was a dynamic understatement. So um, in this then, there's a way of actually getting clarity in your world before you enter into a transaction. And also what my hope is, is that with enough of us beginning to have access to this information and actually starting to use it in our lives, we could actually create a reality beyond transactional reality, at least for the people that are willing to have it. And this is the other thing you have to look at is looking from this place will tell you what people are willing to have and what they're not. And that can be an amazing gift. So in that, when I started asking what is their projection and expectation of what's going to occur, I could see that there were certain women that I still to this day think are extremely amazing people that if we got together and we went out and it led to sex, would be expecting me to then be their next relationship. And see, in that moment, then I've got choice. And this is what I would like us all to get to, is the clarity that gives you choice the awareness that actually leads you to the awareness that now you have choice. Now that you know what their transactional reality is, now what would you like to choose? And that is the gift that you get from looking from this place and recognizing that almost everybody is doing transaction and transactional and being transactional almost all the time. And then what's really funny is we'll meet somebody who's not being transactional and we're really surprised. We're like, wait a minute, why, why are you doing this? Oh, just because it's fun. Wait a minute, but what are you getting out of it? Um, I don't know, it's fun. And you're like, where did you come from? What non-transactional planet did you come from? So it's a matter of allowing ourselves to get awareness. So if I asked you to think about a relationship that you had and look at what was the what were your projections and expectations what were their projections and expectations what was your idea of the transaction you were entering into and how that was to be fulfilled another aspect of it and what was their idea of the transaction you were both entering into and how that was to be fulfilled can you see that almost nobody has the same projections and expectations i i would like to live in a world in which we didn't have projections and expectations. One of the only people I know that doesn't do that is my best friend, Gary, the founder of Access Consciousness. He's one of the only people I know that doesn't function from projections and expectations of what people will be, what people will do, even for people that we hire for our business. We do not do projections and expectations about what they will do. We give them a list of several things, or we know some of the things that, that they have been good at in the past and that they like to do because for us, uh, we're never going to make somebody do a job they don't like to do. Why? Um, that's torture, number one. But number two, the product that gets created is not very fun for anybody. It's not nearly as good as what could occur if we have them work on something that they're really great at and really love themselves. So for so many reasons, it's just a win-win. But what we'll do is we'll say, I have these 10 things that I need done. Which of those would be fun for you? And which of those would be easy for you? Pick three. And they'll go this plus this plus this. It's like, okay, cool. So we're going to try this out for a few months. Go for it. See you later. 
And so we have a bunch of independent contractors around the world. We call them our conglomeration of idiots. I am idiot number two. And because uh, I'm an idiot too, trust me. And then we don't expect that they're going to produce. We see what they produce. Based on them interacting with that job, based on them interacting with, with what else they find along the way that they might be able to add to it, or based on them finding, wow, you know what? You hired me for social media, but I like accounting a lot more. Cool. Well, we just happen to have a need in that area too. So let's move you over here, right? So the idea in transactional reality is if you don't live up to the person's transactional expectations and projections of you, then your relationship doesn't work. You're bad and wrong. But from a non-transactional point of view, everything gets to be fluid and gets to stay in the question and wrongness never enters into it. And let's look at this. It's primarily our projections and our expectations of people and what they will do and what they won't do and what we project and expect that they should do that creates our disappointment, creates our judgment of them, our judgment of us, like I talked about before. That's where we get into the, the separation, judgment, and rejection. And by the way, another really great tool can be every single day for especially the big things in your life, like job, family, particular relationships. Every single day you want to go, I now destroy and uncreate all of my projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections. And you could take the whole thing all at once, okay, and of myself, pock and pod, and all of their projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections, pock and pod. So that you're starting clear, you're starting without that burden of prior projection and expectation. And it's also a great thing to do in relationship with your partner, is you want to pock and pot all the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections you have of them and that they have of you every single day. That way the walls of judgment don't build up and separate you, which is what occurs in most relationships. So, there you go. An additional tool to uh, make things easier in your life. So if we look at this in what we do in Access, hiring people, and I'm so glad I found examples that are beyond relationship. Because as you start to look in relationship, you start to realize there are all kinds of relationships, business and otherwise. And this is where most of transactional reality occurs. So we have a person that we think could be a contribution. And all we do is we get a yes or no. Will this person add to Access? Or Another question you can ask, will this person add to my business or will this person add to my life? And also, what will my life be like in five years if I enter into this transaction and if I don't? And what you want to go for, and notice I didn't say look like, I said, what will my life be like? That's an awareness of the space or the contraction that a particular person or a particular transaction with a particular person will create in your life or in your business. So asking these questions ahead of time can be extremely helpful. Or if you're looking after the fact at something that didn't work out well, you can recognize that a lot of the miscommunication occurs from day one because of this whole transactional idea. They're thinking it's one thing, you're thinking it's another. When yours doesn't meet theirs, they get upset. When theirs doesn't meet yours, you get upset. And now you're both upset and you're both like, you're not the person I thought you were. Well, if you had taken a few uh, 
a few moments or maybe many moments before entering into the transaction finally to get to know who this person really was and be willing to say no and walk away, you might have seen something totally different than what you saw. Why? Because once again, our point of view is, and we don't even realize it. This is why I talk about secret agendas. Our point of view that we walk into the situation with is one of all of these things will be fulfilled by this transaction, but we can't even usually identify more than two or three of those things. And usually there are hundreds, if not thousands. Like if you think about a work relationship, again, a, a person working for your business or you hiring somebody for your business or somebody who's going to work with you, you know, one of the transactions, of course, is money and what they'll get paid for doing what they do. But there's also uh, admiration people desire. They also desire acknowledgement and need it. And it's part of their transaction they're entering into. And if they don't get it, you'll see them start to be less productive. You'll see them start to be less happy. There'll be less of a contribution. And you can start to get the sense of what is it that they're their transaction was? What was their point of view? What was their projections and expectations about what they were going to get out of this? And can I meet those? Or is there a way to acknowledge them and steer around them or perhaps provide them in a different way? And so what this starts to give us is an ability to be present with all kinds of people in all kinds of situations in life where before we may have just gotten upset. And so let's ask this. So how many transactional realities are you using to create your current relationship? Or you could add friendship, could add business relationship. Everything that is times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Goodness, that's got a bit of energy, my friends. So one more time, how many transactional realities did you enter into in your current relationship and your closest friendship? Everything that is times a godzillion, we destroy and uncreate it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now let's do this. So all of your projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections of the person you're in relationship with, of your relationship itself, and of what is and is not possible, based on the people you learn transactional reality from, will you destroy and uncreate all that, please? Times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, let's look at your job or your business, whatever it is for you. So, how many transactional realities do you have connected to your job? Oh my goodness, that's a lot. And how many projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections do you have of your job? Do you have of you with regard to your job? And how many secret agendas do you have that are not being fulfilled because you're keeping them so secret that nobody knows what they are, so you can't ask for them and create them? Everything that is times a godzillion, we destroy and uncreate it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. Guess we should do that one for your relationship, quote unquote. So how many secret agendas do you have with your relationship that you still don't want to look at 
things that you expected this relationship or this person would give you and should give you. Hello, this is what we do. I learned from my mommy and daddy and all kinds of other insane people in relationship that this is what we do. Why are you not doing what they do and what everybody does? Because this, of course, is what everybody does because it's what my family did. (laughs) Deep breaths, deep breaths. So how many secret agendas do you have that are so secret you don't even know what they are? You're just disappointed that they're not being fulfilled and blaming your partner for that and blaming you for that. Everything that is times a godzillion, we destroy and uncreate it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, call nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So do you suppose it might be possible that if you got clear on what your secret agendas are, what your projections and expectations were going into the transaction of any kind, relationship, business, uh, friendship, getting your carpet clean, getting your house cleaned. Do you suppose that if you got clear on those, that you'd actually be able to bring clarity to those areas that you haven't been able to so far? So everything that doesn't allow that times a godzillion way, destroy and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, call nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Here's another quick process you can run that might be helpful. What energy, space, consciousness, and choice can I be to have total clarity and ease with all of this? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Whoo, my goodness, what a ripe area for conversation and discussion. Okay, I'm all for clipped. I'm going to give you a topic. Liquid paper. It's neither liquid nor paper. Discuss. Okay, that was, you know, tea talk, tea time, something like that with Michael Myers on Saturday Night Live. Um, it was designed to be funny. So, you know, everything that didn't allow you to laugh at that, pock and pot all that shit. Because laughter is a bomb for the soul, my darlings. So anyway, what a conversation, eh? Is your head spinning or your eyes crossing? Now, I've gone through this, well, as slowly as I could, but probably quickly for some of you. And let's just uh, recap a little bit, okay? Anytime you enter into a transaction, you have points of view about what that is supposed to give you. When those are not met, you then get disappointed. You go into judgment. You do separation, judgment, and rejection of you and the thing you're interacting with, or the person, or the business. The way out of that is is to be clear with ourselves that we do this, to not make it wrong that we do this, and to recognize that if we would actually look at what we truly desired, we would have a lot easier time creating it. And so this is about getting out of judgment of you, but also getting out of judgment of others, And also being able to come together in a way to create what actually will work, what actually will create more for us and others. And the other thing is to recognize that if you get clear on what you desire from an interaction with someone or what you desire, period, which is a much bigger story for another podcast, how to actually get to what you desire, which I will do if somebody reminds me. (laughs) You like how I avoided the uh, projections and expectations on that one to the best of my ability? 
when you get clear on what you desire from a particular person or a particular interaction, let's say a particular transaction, uh, or what you require in general or desire, then you have a much easier time creating it. If you have all kinds of secret agendas that are unknown to you, you'll try to get other people to fulfill those, but you will look for a person that specifically will not fulfill those because you have the point of view that somehow that agenda is wrong or bad because otherwise you wouldn't be keeping it secret. So we put ourselves in a catch-22 of, I have all these things I desire from this person, but I can't tell them, otherwise I won't get it. And we don't tell them, but we also don't look for the person that can provide it and or the job that can provide it. You know, a lot of people think the only transaction that goes on in a job situation is that of money. You pay me for this job, but let's face it, it's not. You know, if COVID taught us anything, it's that there's a lot more to a job than just the money you get. You know, as you're sitting at home doing your job, interacting only with your family and maybe a few close friends, you know, you start to realize, wow, there was something about the atmosphere. There was something about the people. There was something about the energy that I got there. And really, most of what we're actually looking for is energetic. And if we can start to identify some of those things that are purely energetic at this point, then we can go, hey, I would like this and this and this. And you can look on that list of the things you would like. And if you want to give it a shot, write down a list of everything you desire of a person in relationship. And I mean everything you can think of. Make that list as long and as specific as possible. Why? Because it will start to hone your awareness of what it is that's truly valuable to you. Now, you also want to write down a list of everything you want them not to have. Because if you just write the first list, you'll tend to get all those things if you just ask for it. You'll tend to get all those, but then they might have a lot of other things that you do not desire them to have. So write down a list of everything you want the person not to have in relationship. And don't worry for those of you that are like, but if I focus on that, I'll get it. I didn't say focus on it. I said, get aware. This is all about getting aware. Now, on both of those lists, you want to go through, for the things you desire, acknowledge those things that are deal breakers if they're not there. Because certain things may not be a deal breaker. You know, you might want somebody who likes black and white dogs, but if they like brown dogs, it's okay. You know, I know that sounded stupid, but you get my point. Not necessarily a deal breaker. Although if you really want a dog and you have to have somebody who likes dogs, that could be a deal breaker dogs, period. They must like dogs because I have six of them and, you know, whatever that is for you. And then on the list of things you don't desire them to have, acknowledge the things on that list that are deal breakers that if they have this, it's not going to work. And then the, here's the funny part. A lot of people think that in doing that, they're going to be a judgmental jerk. No, in doing that, you don't have to judge anymore. You just have to see if they have what you're looking for. And if they don't, the relationship is not going to truly work long-term. And guess what? That's okay. What most people do is they go into a relationship blindly and they enter into this transaction assuming it's going to be fine. It's okay that they don't like dogs. Eventually, I will make them like dogs. It's okay that they're an alcoholic. Eventually, my love. And once I love them and once they receive my love, they shall be set free. No. That is a deal breaker because you've got to assume that the person is going to be tomorrow exactly who they were today. 
and recognize that they're not going to change as a result of you and you desiring them to change is a secret agenda and projections and expectations that will lead to your disappointment with you and your disappointment with them. So this is our conversation on transactional realities for the moment. And what I wanted to do with this conversation was let you know how dynamically this gets into our lives, how dynamically it affects our lives, and also give you some of these tools so you can start looking from a different place and being more of the observer of what's true for you and also what's true for other people so that you can have more clarity, so you can have more ease in situations, so you can have more fun, so you can actually get what you desire, because why not? And I hope our conversation at the beginning about who the heck does this belong to was helpful too. I've been getting that on a whole new level. I've been using who does this belong to again, and we have an app, and we suggest that you ask it, ask who does this belong to to every thought, feeling, and emotion you have for three days. And at the end of three days, you walk around like you're in a walking, talking meditation, no matter how insane the world around you is getting. So please get that. It's access consciousness. Who does this belong to? Whew. What a conversation today, my beautiful friends. Thank you very much for listening. This is Dr. Dane here, the Possibility Explorer. And what if you, truly being you, beyond the need for secret agendas, beyond functioning from transactional realities, are truly the gift, the change, and the possibility this world requires? You are, and I thank you very much for being on this planet right now, exploring possibilities. See you in the next episode. Bye-bye. This is Dr. Dane signing off from the back of a fire-breathing dragon, soaring into the unknown. Remember, you have to leap in order to know you have wings. <laughs>